Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Catholic Education Foundation podcast number 11, the Toy Bowl edition. <laughs> Super excited about this one. Our first guest is Mr. Tom Wachtel. Tom is the CSAA football director. He started in 1996 yes. under Jim Frame, a former football coach at Holy Cross. And then uh, Mr. Rich Lechleiter. Rich is the president of the Catholic Education Foundation of Louisville, now in his ninth year. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Fantastic. Thank you. Excited to be here. Well, we're also going to have Mr. Jody Dimling here in a little bit. We're going to talk girls flag football as well, but we're going to start with the boys here. Tom, I'm going to start with you. Um, you've obviously been a staple of Catholic school sports for, for since 1996, even before then, obviously. Um, tell us a bit about your family and, and, your, and your ties to Catholic education. Well, uh, I started coaching in 1974. Uh, at St. Wow. Lawrence, okay, and I, at St. Lawrence, at St. Lawrence, okay, yeah, I, I grew up at St. Lawrence. Gotcha. Uh, mm -hmm. but my parents were uh, founding members of St. Lawrence, so wow. we've always been a South End family. But uh, I had two daughters, uh, wife and two daughters, and uh, they went to my oldest daughter went to Holy Cross, mm -hmm. and my youngest daughter went to uh, Assumption. Uh, they were both volleyball players, and uh, youngest played at um, University of Louisville volleyball. A little D1 yeah. action. Little D1. Yay. Well, my, yeah, my other daughter uh, played at Brescia University okay. in Owensboro. So, you know, but they were all, you know, and of course, Brescia, uh, Catholic uh, University sure. in Owensboro. Yep. So. Yep. Now, did your, your kids all went to Catholic schools? All went to Catholic schools, yes. So you've been just entrenched in this and Catholic education system forever, huh? And my daughter now, belong, her and her three children, they belong to uh, Holy Spirit. Yeah. Church, so. oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, and you got a brand new grandbaby. Brand Congratulations. New grandbaby in Marietta, Georgia. Yeah, I was all that's just, we're about a week late on a week lake on this because Yeah. Well, all good. Well, well, so Tom, listen. So CSW football has a deep tradition, right? The Toy Bowls is a very tradition heavy event and, and I know the Catholic Education Foundation, and we'll let Rich speak to this a little bit, um, but they are ecstatic to be the main sponsor this year. They're also the main sponsor for our basketball championships. Um, give us a little bit of the tradition of the Toy Bowl. Tradition is there. 1949, it started uh, with uh, Mr. Carl Schmidt started it uh, and just uh, Numerous kids have gone through this thing. The Brom family, the Nord family, you name all these yeah, the guys. The Beaner family. Through. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure Will Wolford probably played in a toy yeah. boat at some Saint point. St. Agnes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he made a toy boat, though, because okay. he, he, we talked about it, and he said, I don't think he He never actually it. got there. Okay. Don't believe so. So, But uh, it's a um, in 1966, we started the 5th uh, and 6th grade toy boat. Right. Okay. And I hate to say it, but I played in the first one. Oh, <laughs> in 1966. Okay. And just to give you a little tradition about it was, um, I, I still remember it, 65 years old, but I remember us getting on Dixie Highway in a Mother's Cookies panel truck, and they took the panels out, and we jumped in the back, and we drove from Dixie <laughs> Highway to Trinity High School. How awesome is that? Oh, it was great. And then and I still remember it. And the tradition is, and like I said, I've coached uh, high school football, and it's like this at St. Extra Trinity. You talk to these kids mm -hmm. there, and that's all they argue about. Sure. Oh, I was at Holy Trinity. Oh, sure. I was Holy Spirit. I yeah. was, you know, that's all they want to talk about is their toy bow days. So. Yeah, that's awesome. It, it really is. is. Now, Rich, did any of your kids play football? 
Uh, yeah, my son John played in the eighth grade at okay. Holy Spirit, and they actually won the Toy Bowl that year. So Waited great, to the eighth grade to yeah, start? great time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, well, he knew when to jump in, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, and you're right. You know, we talk about it all the time of how you kind of reminisce among your friends. I, I wasn't much of a football player. I was more of a golfer growing up, but I did have an interception in my seventh grade, and I will remember it till the day I die. You know, it was, oh, it was a cool moment. Yeah, my, of course, I get reminded, too. My son-in-law, who went to the Holy Spirit, uh, and I played at St. Lawrence, and he beat me in a toy bowl when I was coaching. There you go. And, of course, I wouldn't know that until, <laughs> you know, 40 years later when he has to tell me, oh, I remember, we beat you. Right. Uh, okay. There. Yeah. So. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, Rich, can you tell us how the partnership with the CSAA came about and why it's important for the Catholic Education Foundation? Yeah, look, I think um, Catholic schools are about mind, body, and soul. It's about all all the whole person. That's really, really important. And I think some people kind of overlook that when they think about Catholic education. And at the Catholic Education Foundation, we're all about that. And, you know, we got together with Rick um, a few months ago and tried to figure out how we could tie together or partner together better with CWSA. CSAA because we love what they do Mm -hmm. for all of our kids. Mm -hmm. And what we kind of came up with is this really cool partnership. We're going to launch it this year, uh, whereby the foundation is going to be the lead sponsor for the Toy Bowl, first time ever. And then, as you said before, we're going to also be the lead sponsor for the basketball championships. And the message, I think the, the overriding message is how much we have in common between the two of us, right? Mm -hmm. At CSAA, there's this really cool slogan, everybody plays. Yeah, right. And at CEF, kind of a similar message, the answer is yes, if you want your kid to go to a Catholic school. And the money that we're putting forth for the sponsorship, which in aggregate is $50,000, essentially is important to CSAA because that that lowers the cost Mm -hmm. that families have to pay Mm -hmm. to play sports. So there's another angle here to help families not just in academics, but in sports as well, while they're in Catholic schools, and we couldn't be more proud to do it. Well, because of that sponsorship, the CSAA didn't have to raise their franchise fees yeah. this year. And the franchise fees have been raising, raising kind of, not necessarily every year. I know that's something that Rick always kind of wanted to make sure he kept those fees as low as possible, but inflation, you had to, you had right. to raise them, right? right. But we, we were able to keep them at the same price, and it allows these kids that, that the Catholic Education Foundation's put into these schools, it allows them to have that opportunity. Because let me tell you something, playing sports at Catholic schools is a big piece of that. You know, and you've got all kinds of opportunities now. We're going to get into how the girls have more opportunities a little bit later. Archery is now part of the CSAA system. There's just so many things for kids to do. And it's and to me, it's important to try to get involved in something. Look, I think, I think um, and we shouldn't be shy about it either. We don't be, have to be braggarts. But look, Catholic schools and Catholic school sports in this committee are the best. Yeah. And it's okay to talk about that and kind of show that to the community. But it's also important to include everybody that wants to be part of that journey, whether they can afford it or not. That's, oh, yeah. that's the beauty of it. Absolutely. So, Tom, my, my, I have a seventh grade son, and he's killing me about wanting to play tackle football. But mom and always been like, <laughs> nope, not happening. Um, w- w- with head injuries being such a concern. Now, hang on. I would, so that's my question here. What is CSAA doing to make football safe? Well, any chance I get or opportunity to get it in front of parents, I'll tell them, football today is safer than it's ever been, ever been. We've got better equipment. We've got better training for our coaches. Uh, every one of our coaches has to go through uh, USA football. 
which started out as heads up football. It, it, it taught, taught him how to get your head out of the football mm -hmm. to prevent concussions. Okay. The rules have changed. We don't, we don't lead with our head. We try to teach them, you know, we're coming up and everything. Rules have changed. The officials have changed uh, how they call things. And uh, equipment's gotten better, as you mentioned. Equipment is a lot better. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I can remember I could grab my helmet and turn it all the way around yeah. when I was playing. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah. my, been my problem. But, <laughs> um, but it's, it, it's safer now than it's ever been. Sure. And okay, I'm a football person. It's a great sport. And the Catholic schools, we do a great job. Uh, we don't have a coach on staff that's paid, you yeah. know, out of all the yeah. coaches, um, which is the only people that make money on us is the officials. And so we have all these volunteers. It's amazing. Well, well Tom, that's, that's really important, okay, when people think about this huge organization called CSAA across 39 schools, which is, is big in of itself. It's volunteer-driven, period. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. just think it's another important message for the community to know how many people get behind this, whether that's coaches, parents, or whatever, to really make it as successful as it is. You, get, you become part of the community. And, and Tom knows he's been doing this as a volunteer since 1996. So yeah. well, the, the thing is, is that you look, most of our teams have anywhere from eight to ten coaches. Mm -hmm. And that's ten volunteers. That's a bunch. And, uh, that's a bunch. And yeah. that's just one team. And then you've got the team mom and you've got, you know, this and that. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of volunteerism. And it's, that's what makes it uh, fantastic. And you learn a lot of life lessons in that situation, too. I mean, because you're, you're helping, as a coach, you're helping mold these young men and women into future, future citizens of, the, of, of Louisville. What got me into coaching was I had a basketball coach, uh, uh, Keith Wolf. Where I would see him, he was a lecturer on Sunday, mm -hmm. and he coached me in basketball. And, it, you know, just kind of, oh, yeah. you know, I want to get involved like this. Well, it ties everything together, right? It does. So, Tom, we had a recent rule change. So we went to 100-yard fields here recently for the eighth graders. What, what, how'd that come about? Um, it came about is that we had to involve a, uh, involve a little bit because we, you know, uh, the kids are getting bigger, stronger, faster. And we were on a 70-yard field and narrow. It wasn't the length as much as we needed to go wider, yeah. you know, to, to create a new game. You know, we had to open it up a little bit, uh, throwing the ball and sweeps and stuff like that. But I'm a high school, ex-high school coach. When we got a Catholic school kid, he can run through the middle of the line and we can block the middle of the line. Mm. We kind of got away with it now that we sweep right, sweep left, sweep right, sweep left. But... We still, I'm proud of our coaches, we still can run the, the inside gaps because we have good coaching. I want to talk a little bit about the inside gaps here in a second, but I have one more question first. So I have friends who have kids in the Optimist Leagues because they want to, they want to be the quarterback. They want to run the ball, and, the, and they're too heavy to run it in the CSAA system. Talk to us about the weight limits and then how CSAA stacks up to some of the other leagues. Well, <clears throat> we, do, we do have a weight limit. Now, our 7th and 8th grade, it's 150 pounds. Well, that's a pretty big kid, 150 pounds. If we go any higher, that's a pretty big kid. that is a big kid. If we go any higher, we've got some 180, 190-pound kids. If we give them the ball, we're going to knock the little kid out of the game altogether. Yeah. And that's not what we're here for. Yeah. We're here to get everybody right. involved. Yeah. Everybody wants to play. Yeah. If we raise the weight limit so much more, we're going to lose the little kid. Well, you're probably going to have more injuries too, Tom. More injuries. Now, the... The Optimist Leagues, they've gone to no weight limit mm -hmm. on that day. And, and we just, we, 
you know, Rick and the board and all that. Uh, every year it's the same thing. Raise the weight limit. Raise the weight limit. My son. No. <laughs> Sorry. You know? Well, speaking of that, Rich, I mean, why is it important for, for kids to get involved in Catholic schools and in Catholic school sports in particular? Look, I think you learn, as you said before, a ton of life lessons being part of a team. I mean, I can't think of a more ultimate team game yeah. than football, right, for example. And at an early age, it's really important in the classroom and on the field to realize I'm not the most important person here, that I've got my teammates and my classmates to think about as well. And look, my, our youngest son, Andrew, played football for four years at, at Holy Spirit uh, had a great run at it, and when he went to St. X, he ended up playing basketball, not football, but what he, what he learned about team mm-hmm. really molded him, I think, into the kid he is today. I really believe that. Makes a lot of sense. It really does. Um, so talking about a little bit of those gaps we talked about earlier, it seems to me, and this is just kind of a, an observation I've made, but when you look at some of these these high school teams, especially at St. X Trinity, DeSales, Holy Cross, the linemen all seem to come from the CSAA system, right? So that's something that, that, that we do a pretty good job of fostering these linemen as they kind of get older, right? It, it's true. And, and, and it starts where we are. Mm-hmm. And yep. It starts in the third and fourth grade where they teach it. And this heads up USA football that we go through, we teach a technique. And we tell these coaches, this is how you need to teach it. Okay, and and not only in tackling to get your head out, in blocking you need to get your right. head out too. It's not just tackling. Well, so these guys are starting at the third grade and teaching this third grader the correct technique. Yeah, on how to then, block, and then he gets all the way to eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Eh, he should be pretty good. So you're not getting that on the seven on seven leagues and some of the no, other leagues, right? You're not, and you're not, and, and you know, at times I put some of our coaches up against, you know, in the CSAA. I've got some staffs out there that. I'd put them up against a lot of these uh, high school coaches. Sure. And, and the reason I stay in it is because football coaches are uh, unique. They are. They love the game. Uh, these guys put in six days a week at least. A lot of hours. Well, it's a passion. A ton of hours. Oh, it's yeah. a passion. Mm-hmm. So, Tom, there seems to be a ref- referee shortage in all youth sports. How's that affected CSW football? It's affected, it's affected us here recently. Um, you know, we've – Carl Schmidt, who started the CSAA, also started the KFOA, is the Kentucky Football. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yes, he he started it, and his uh, son started the mm-hmm. uh, college portion of it. The, okay, the OVVC, OVC and stuff like that. But that's a Carl started it all, and that's where we kind of migrated from getting those guys all the time. They are short. Yeah, they are very short. Uh, they only had forty guys to call our games on Sundays. Uh, and we need a few more than 40. Yeah, so, so. it makes sense. Well, I mean, how do you encourage people to get involved in that? I mean, well, uh, Jody will talk, you can talk to Jody, but uh, the KFOA could not handle our girls this year. They told us we Interesting. can't do it. Okay. And so uh, through the guidance of Rick and Jody, uh, and we did recruit a KFOA official to take over and uh, head our new girls program. Sure. And, and that we've got all these new new officials, and we've got them out there, and and uh, and maybe these people will go over to the, the tackle side and yeah. and tackling. So, uh, but the officials, uh, the shortage is really hurting us, and of course they're saying that it's, um, I hate to say it, but it's parents, you know, yeah. yelling at them, and yeah, that's and, part of it. And uh, I'll 
these young officials, they're they're thin skinned. Yeah. You know, a lot of old gray hair guys, they just <laughs> they, they didn't hear you. Yeah, they didn't hear you. Uh, yeah. Well, Tom, as we get ready to segue over to Jody, I know you're instrumental on the girls football side as well. Um, how'd that come about and why do you think it's important that CSAA now hosts girls flag football? Well, I, I think we need to regulate it all the way, you know, because we do have volleyball going on and we don't want it to get to where they're practicing four days a week yep. and everything and they're playing volleyball. Uh, that's the good thing about CSAA too. I hate to say it, I'm going to keep going, but the Optimus League, those guys will start the first of July. We don't. St- we start a little cooler. That's a good point. That's right. They and, do start earlier. They yep. do start a lot earlier, and they also practice five to six days a week, and then they play one day a week, mm-hmm. and they practice two to three hours. We don't do that. We give you an hour and a half, three days a week. Right. You know, eighth graders will give a little bit more. Uh, we try to limit it because hey, we're in school. Sure, <laughs> we, we got sure. school to do. And sure, well, and so. CSWA has a thing called OTAs, which is right. organized team activities, and you can't go over a certain amount. And there's right. rules to that. Yeah, we in third and fourth grades, even you know, we only go three days a week, and we we give them an hour, uh, an hour and a half to practice, and you know, it's mm-hmm. really short. And every year it's the same thing. We need more time. We need more time. No, you don't. You know, everybody has well, the same Well, yeah, everything has its balance in Catholic yeah. schools, right? Because, right. again, uh, mind, body, and soul. That's right. Okay? It's about all of that. That's right. And that's right. just another really good example, I think, of that. So, Tom, we want to congratulate you for, for all your years of service and for what you've done for this Catholic community and obviously football in general, but just, you know, all these young men that have been able to kind of come through the CSAA football system. You know, congratulations and thank you for everything you've done. Well, thank you, but... I get to do something I enjoy. I enjoy it. I, you know, thank my wife, you know, congratulate her for letting me play all these years because it's what I enjoy and I enjoy CSA football. uh, And that's what I've done for, you know, 20 plus years. So that's great. Well, we're, we're very proud of you, Tom, over on our side of the shop as well. And um, that's a, that's a huge kind of lifelong commitment, career commitment that you've made to, to sports in this community. And uh, as we said before, it really matters. So thank you very much. Oh, thank you all. And Thanks, I, Tom. Thank you all for having me. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now joining us is Mr. Jody Demling. Jody is the publisher of the Cardinal Authority. He's a play-by-play announcer for the ACC Network. He's a radio host for the Louisville Radio Network. He's the director of the Sports Ministry Program at Holy Trinity. And... You are the CSAA Girls Flag Football Director. That's, that's the best one, right? That is the best <laughs> one. That's the one that pays the most, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, again, another volunteer gig that obviously looks like you have a ton of time there to do that, Jody. But but thank you for, uh, for, for taking that on. And, and listen... You've been entrenched in Catholic faith, right? In right. Catholic schools, this is your this is your life. Give us a little bit about your family and, and tell us about your Ooh. background. And it is my livelihood. It is my life. Uh, actually, before I was even at Holy Spirit, back uh, when I graduated from Holy Spirit, but before I was even at Holy Spirit, I was just involved in Catholic schools. I mean, I have been my entire life. We actually, my my mom and dad moved. The day of the tornado, when I was two in 1973, that day they moved into the house right there at Trinity on on, on school property. Uh, and my dad was a facility director there for uh, you know almost 40 years before he passed away. My mom still lives there. She was the business manager from 
about 1980, I guess 85 or 86 when I was in school until just right before COVID when she retired, but she still wow. runs the concession stands. Wow. I, it's been my livelihood. And, uh, you know, I grew up at Holy Spirit and I, I joke, you know, Rich, when I did the, uh, when I was uh, last year, got the uh, uh, the Catholic Education Foundation Award, I, I, mm-hmm. I went over the grade schools that we've been involved mm-hmm. with, someone in our family, and yeah. I think it was... I think it was 14, and I can't remember now who I left out. I left one out. So <laughs> yeah. I think it's 14 or 15 different grade schools that we've been a part of somewhat, some way, somehow of, of, of our families. Uh, you know, and now I have two nieces that go to John Paul, and I said that added another one. You know what I mean? That. So, uh, awesome. so it, added, it added another school into the mix. But it's been fun. It's my, it's my life. It's my livelihood. Uh, you know, I went to Holy Spirit. My kids both went to Holy Trinity. I went to Trinity. Um, my wife went to uh, St. Edward and, and, to, and to Sacred Heart. My mm-hmm. daughter goes to Assumption. My mm-hmm. son went to Trinity. Uh, I have a sister that went to Assumption, a sister that went to Mercy. We've got it all covered. I, the, the Deming family is <laughs> entrenched there, Rich. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Well, and I, and I tell you, you can't go to a Trinity game without seeing your son involved now. He's yeah, over no, there. He loves, he, he loves it. He, he's actually been working for my mom. He's in college uh, and making some extra money and uh, has been working for my mom and doing some things and all that kind of good stuff. So, yeah, he, he, he loves it as well. And uh, maybe he'll. Maybe he can uh, be the girls' fight football coordinator. Hey, there you go. Coordinator with me. I'll recruit him for Rick so we can have, uh, we can have some more help. Pass the torch. Well, well speaking of girls' flag football, uh, it's in its second year at the CSAA. How did it all come about? It, so it's a great – look, it, it's fun, first of all. The girls love the it. The girls love it. You don't understand until you actually go to a game. Yeah, yeah. The girls really get into it. So – there have been a couple of leagues around town. St. Bernard had a really good one. St. Margaret Mary, we kind of switched back and forth. And for me, having Holy Trinity, I always had girls that would bug me, like, Mr. Dembling, we want to play football. We okay. want to play. And I'm like, you want to play? F- okay. And I'm like, no, we want to play flag football. So we, I did some research and found out that Margaret Mary was having a league. Bernard had a league. We were in the Bernard League one year. They mixed together. So we were back and forth right. kind of thing. Right. Um, and, and, and over time, I know several other people, not just me, had said to Rick, like, hey, maybe this should be something, you know, the, the CSAA. Well, I, I never really thought that it would because volleyball. You know yeah, what I mean? You sure. have, it's the same time year, as volleyball. This time yeah. of year is for volleyball. And, it's, 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 and volleyball choose with the CSAA. Right. And it's, and it's difficult to have multiple sports for anybody. We mm-hmm. know how that is. Everybody sure. plays multiple sports, sure. but it's club here and club and that kind of stuff. Well, you know, when Rick started talking about it, I was like, this is a, it's a great idea to do this. And, um, and the more you talk to other people, the more you realize that there was interest from other schools. There was n- not mm-hmm. just the six or seven schools. I can't right. remember how many p- schools were playing in that league, but not just the six or seven schools were playing in that league, but there was, there was definitely interest sure. in it. And I just know from our standpoint at Holy Trinity, um, the girls are really into it. They love it. Um, I've gotten so much grief over the first time we sent it out to, to Holy Trinity. We they called it Powder Puff because that's oh, yeah. what the league was I called. Know. I know. Uh, back when, when, when St. Bernard and Margaret Mary were running it, and our I had a couple girls were like, Mr. Dimling, it's flag football. It's not Powder Puff. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, that you're, you're right. You're, you're yeah. totally right. And they wanted a banner. They won one of the years, right. and they wanted a banner. I mean, it's it's just like, it was just like a normal sport. Now – Last year, when the CSAA when it when it became an official sport, I, I think, and I don't want to put words into Rick's mouth, but I do believe that the numbers were a lot greater than what anybody would have ever thought they would be, and they're up this year. So it's crazy. Wow. Rick would tell you that it's been a game changer for the CSAA. 
It absolutely has been. It's been, not only has it been a financial windfall for them, but it's also been, it's just, listen, the CSAA is on the cutting edge of girls' athletics and girls' sports. It just always has been. And, and I think this is another testament to that, offering the sport. Well, and I, I think for one thing, you know, in, in talking, you know, when you were talking with Tom and, and talking about the boys and going to the Optimus League and things like that, that's why the CSAA is so strong with girls sports because you you don't see that the yeah. best volleyball players yeah. play they play for their school for their school mm-hmm. okay you've got the best basketball players mm-hmm. they play for their school yeah the best field hockey players they play for their school one hundred percent guess what the best volleyball basketball field hockey and soccer players they all play girls flag football yeah and that's what's crazy about it you can go watch. This weekend, the tournament games or whenever they are, uh, whatever game you want to go watch. If you go watch a seventh and eighth grade girls game, and a fifth and sixth grade, we the girls might not have their sports. You know what I mean? They still sure. might be finding out sure. their best sports. But Rich, if you go watch a seventh and eighth grade girls game, there's going to be a girl, and somebody's gonna say, "Oh no, she's going to Sacred Heart to play field hockey. No, she's going to Assumption to play a soccer. She's going to you know, she's going to Mercy to play basketball. All those girls." They play all those sports are out there playing girls like football, and it's it's so much fun to watch. That's awesome. It really is. Have you been to the pink-white game? Yes. I, it's an unbelievable event that Assumption mm-hmm. plays Sacred Heart, and they do it in a flag football se- setting. St. X and Trinity have these dance teams they bring in. It's phenomenal. Well, it's, I, it's, I've already warned. Yeah. I was warning uh, Lisa and Donna and the, and the folks at the two schools. I'm like, look, the freshman class this year, yeah, had girls flag football yeah. for the first. It's gonna time. It's going to be different when you when they become seniors. Mm-hmm. You're going to have be a better game. Triple the <laughs> oh, amount yeah. of girls that oh, yeah, want yeah. to play, that wanna play that and have experience and have experience. Mm-hmm. It's 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 great. Now I, to go back one and one question about the, the becoming. There are now 16 states, I believe. The last time I checked, 16 it might be 17 states that do flag football in high school. Okay, you know, so, so it's th- a high school so, sport. So this is something. That while here it's two years old and new and just kind of growing, this is something that around the country that it is out there. It's kind of cutting edge thing for girls for girls sports that they want the girls love it. And uh, yeah. the other thing is the dads love it. Right. The the, the dads it's easy to get a girls flag football coach because it's all the it's all the football <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all dads the, that yeah. have girls. They maybe didn't have a boy and exactly. what's it? They, I, I, for sure. Rich, how is our Catholic community empowering young women? You know, that's a great question. I think, um, and this is this is a really good example. It is. And I'm glad we're talking about this today. It's just one example of how we've taken another opportunity for young women to do something they'd never done before. Maybe they never thought about doing it. And now they're into it. It's going crazy. It's growing. And look, if you look at our schools, same thing is happening. If you look at particularly our middle school classes, more so our high school classes mm-hmm. uh, at some of the high schools, there's this really awesome emphasis on things like technology, engineering, math, science, STEM, STEAM, whatever you want to call it. That is exploding in our girls' schools. So the opportunities in those fields for women is really expanding, and our schools are really stepping up probably in the last five to seven years to expand the offerings of courses within yeah. the high schools, particularly around those professions. So what we're we're sending these young women out into the world. Next thing you know, they're engineers at General Electric. Uh, you know, they're mathematicians. They're scientists at uh, at a, a drug company. Whatever. I mean, it's it's really taken off inside of our grade schools and high schools. And STEM's that buzzword these days, right? And, and that's something that the Catholic schools in our area have really, really embraced. And even some of our grade schools are really starting to embrace kind of the STEM 
side of things, of, of education. Yeah, because 10, 15 years ago, young women didn't have a lot of opportunities in those fields. Mm-hmm. You know, they did a lot of nursing. Accounting's grown in a, in a very big way for women as a profession. But now the engineering side of things rearing its head, and it's really taken off. Jody, is there, so you mentioned high school. Is there college opportunities to play flag football for no, girls? I, not that I know of, but I will say this. There are, so if you look at college women's lacrosse teams, or I mean, I'm sorry, college women rowing teams. Okay. If you look at yeah. the rowing teams across the country, te- schools that have added rowing right. are getting players who in high school somewhere played volleyball, maybe didn't, wasn't good enough to play college volleyball. Sure. They played that ran cross country is a big one because sure. of the the endurance the and, the, and the stamina mm-hmm. and and I think that that's the thing now I, I've I, I know of one story uh, only because uh, she I, I just I know the a kid that that played uh, that, that was a rowing kid at, at this school but there was one that that she did play uh, field hockey and flag football in high school okay. um, out west and and so I think that you're going to see that more and more yeah. as we get there's so many girls scholarships out there. There's so many scholarships available yeah. to girls and athletes that they don't even understand. Right. Um, and I think that you're going you don't have to be a rower. You don't have to be but but if you're an athlete, they will take a chance on yeah. you because they've got to fill these scholarships. They've got to get yeah. got to build a team. numbers. They've yeah. got to build a team. Sure. Well, that makes a ton of sense. Listen, Jody, as a previous salute to Catholic schools honoree, as you just mentioned, um, did you ever think that the Catholic Education Foundation could grant a scholarship to every single qualifying family for the past eight years? How awesome is that? It's pretty amazing. Um, I know, you know, very fortunate to have my life to to have been in the Catholic education here in this city to be involved and entrenched deeply in that. Um, and also very fortunate to know and and see families that have taken advantage mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. their opportunity. Maybe mm-hmm. they weren't a family that could afford to go to uh, such and what what a name a school, whatever right. school, right. meaning a middle school, uh, elementary school, or um, a, a high school. And but they but because of the Catholic Education Foundation, because of that, they've taken advantage and they've gotten the opportunity to do that. It's really amazing. It's truly something very special and something that, as it continues to you know, we're in the middle of, 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 of my life, you know, I'm in the middle of my life. And as I get older, I get, I think I appreciate it more than I maybe did back when I was, you know, in my, in my twenties sure. or even in high school. And it's just, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty phenomenal to think that everybody, I mean, you know, you, you would think that you no, know, they're not going to be able to do that. Well, they do. And each and every year, Rich and his team, they continue, continue. To, do, yeah. to do better and more. And, and, and that's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, we see numbers up. I can only talk from, you know, being at Holy Trinity and knowing that our numbers are up at Holy Trinity, being involved with, you know, yeah. like football with the CSAA and seeing the numbers are up. I know, you know, football, Tom mentioned you know, football, football was up. Mm-hmm. up. It's only going to get bigger and better as we go yeah. on. And that's because of this. Yeah, totally agree. Rich, yeah, what think, would you say to that? Yeah, I think, um, I think last fall, um, I think our Catholic grade schools enrollment grew 6%. This fall, we're up almost 3% over the previous year. So Fantastic. Uh, kind of a franchise that was either flat to down for maybe decades right. is really starting to come alive, not just because of the Catholic Education Foundation, but more importantly, the product. All right. right. What, the product. What, yeah. kind of, what are we producing yeah. in right. Catholic schools? What do you see? Right. And more and more people in our community, and maybe COVID helped us in that regard. I don't know. But more and more people are seeing 
that Catholic schools are definitely worth the investment. Well, Rich, I don't want to speak for you, but I know that, that not only are we super excited to to sponsor the Toy Bowl, but we're super excited to sponsor the Girls Toy Bowl as well. Yeah, listen, this is a great opportunity once again to to bring both organizations together under a really common message and a common goal for families. And uh, we can't wait to sponsor both of these events. It's awesome. Thank you. Jody, thank you for joining us. I mean, and thank you for everything you do. I mean, obviously, you know, you're, you're, you're a, a well-known kind of personality in our area, but, you know, what you do for Catholic school sports is, is, is fantastic. So it's, thank you for everything it, you do. It is fun. Do you mind if I throw one Please. shout out? Tom mentioned about the, the, the referees. Yeah. And I... We were. I was going to ask you we, about that. We were two, what, three days from thinking we might have thirty-eight teams of. We have thirty-eight teams this year. We were thinking we might have thirty-eight teams. But, Thirty? Do you hear that, Rich? But, thirty-eight teams of girls' flag football. But not out of thirty-nine have, schools. Yeah. But not have a season because we didn't have the officials. Right. Because and, because and the officials that do the boys didn't have the manpower they to take didn't it have on. The manpower to take it on. Mm-hmm. So the KFOA pulled. They they, they backed out of that. They're like, we just can't do it. So. Um, you know, thanks to 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 uh, to Rick and to and to Tom, and we kind of scrambled at the last minute. And uh, Woody Perry, who is a, a KFOA official, um, he stepped up and said, "I'll kind of help coordinate it." Okay, and we've got you know, it's great. It's it's a, there's a few high school kids. There's some older people. There's uh, there's females. There's males. There's there's young boys. There's there's young girls. It's a, it's a mix, and and it's been a great year. That's awesome. It really has been. Um, girls fight football has got a lot of rules. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, a little, right. there's a little different, right. but they've learned the rules. They understand it. And in every, in every sport, you're going to have coaches that complain. You're going to have issues. You're going to have things like that. And we've, we've had that, but it's been nothing major, knock on wood. And it's been, it's been awesome. It's been a great year. And uh, I'm so excited. I think if anybody goes and checks out one of the, uh, uh, the girls flag games, you're going to be like, wow, that was, oh, yeah. that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I was blown away. I mean, we used to do a fundraiser at Ascension where the seventh grade would play the eighth grade, and the whole community would come out. It was just fantastic, and the girls love it. It's yep. just, it's just fun. Yep, it, it really is. But we wouldn't have it without those officials. It's been, it's been, yeah. awesome for the them to step up, and I think that's going to grow even more next year too. Give them opportunities, um, you know. And it's a lot of high school. There's a lot of high school uh, kids that are uh, that are involved in in helping us out there. Yeah, and there was there was referees of the future for maybe decades, right? So sure, you're absolutely. Building, building inventory of really qualified folks. And again, Jody, thank you so much for launching this thing and for making this thing go in 38 schools that's fantastic well we know that the catholic education foundation is is extremely excited is it for this partnership with the csaa um and we have our slogan rich so at the catholic education foundation the answer is yes gentlemen thank you guys so much we appreciate your time and thank you for listening to the catholic education foundation podcast number 11 we'll be back next month with another engaging guest 